Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, folks. How's it going out there? Everyone hanging in there okay? I hope you're all managing in this new crazy reality we all find ourselves in. I hope you're all doing your part to stay home, stay safe, wash your hands, doing all that stuff. Oh, did I mention stay home, please? In case I didn't, stay home. Okay, I'll be bringing you a proper episode next Wednesday, which is the first Wednesday of the month, on schedule. But in the meantime, I decided to jump in here and take this opportunity to talk for a few minutes and to let you know what's going on at this point with the show during this crazy global lockdown. And did I mention, stay home. Thank you. Uh, So the main news for the show is that I've decided to ramp up the schedule and release a new episode every week for the next foreseeable future, at least while everyone is essentially on lockdown. I'm going to be shooting for that. Uh, I think we could all use it. Some entertainment. We're all bored, right? Needing to listen to some people yap about music, right? I do. We're all binging on Netflix and podcasts and needing more content, right? Okay, I got you covered, I think. Assuming I can find enough interesting folks to talk to, I should be able to get them out the door and delivered to your podcast inbox every Wednesday. That's, That's my goal during this nutty time, okay? How are we all feeling out there? Anyone see this coming? Maybe you did. Uh, We're about two weeks into this self-isolation thing now. It's hard to believe, really. For me, it was about three weeks ago that I headed out on tour with Birds of Chicago. We were opening shows for the Wood Brothers all up the west coast of the States, and when we left, the virus was just starting to be a thing. We were aware of it, we talked about it, we were slightly cautious, I would say, but not overly concerned. And if you told me then, even three weeks ago, what would be happening now, I I don't think I would have believed you. So here we are, all locked away in our houses and apartments, unable to work, tour. We've had all our lives upturned in the name of keeping this virus at bay. In the big scheme of things, what we're having to do here is relatively easy. Stay home. Don't go out. Don't travel. So we're kind of left to figure out what that means for each and every one of us. We're all in the same boat, and it's all uncharted territory. So I guess the big question is, what do we do now? What do we do in all this downtime? Uh, In the last week, we've had a gazillion Facebook Live events, YouTube Live, and all these virtual concerts happening, which is, I guess, a way to cope with having your livelihood stripped away from you. It's also been a way to raise a bit of cash for some people and just generally spread the word around and keep getting music out there to an audience. And I think that's a pretty good thing. But honestly, it's not going to work for everyone. And 
a little concern for a lot of my musical friends who are more introverted and don't ever feel like putting themselves out there at the best of times. And what about those artists that just don't bloody well feel like it? There's suddenly this expectation that everyone should be performing. And I think we have to be pretty careful with that. This is not a good solution for everyone. And the fact that there's a million Facebook live events going on at any time, it kind of helps to drive at home that the real introverts among us are getting pushed even more to the fringes now. I'm not knocking it. It's a good thing for some people, but it does bring that to the surface. There's a lot of musicians and artists with volatile personalities that are going to find this really hard time down the long stretch. And when we start getting into potentially like eight to 10 weeks or more, I don't know, of this, it's going to be a problem. So I don't know, maybe this is something that we can talk about at the top of each show as well. I'm not going to turn this into a psychology podcast or anything, but I do think we can talk a bit as a community about the progress and the challenges we're all facing. Just so you know, the first few episodes coming up after this point were all done before the virus kicked in, so there's no talk about it with the guests after the show starts. But as we move along, we'll eventually get to where we start discussing this stuff as well with the guests, and maybe we'll get some cool insights, or maybe we can bash some ideas around of things we can do to scrape some work together. And I have this other idea. I have no idea if it's going to work or not, but I think it would be interesting. I want to hear from you, the podcast listeners. We've never really done any active interacting before with people. And honestly, I don't really know who's out there uh, sometimes. So I started this podcast to satisfy my nerdy itch about details. But I've come to realize that really this show is about people, the musicians and producers and technicians involved in the music. And the coming months are going to be a punishingly hard time on a lot of you. Now, this show is geared towards those that have been around for a long time and have made lots of music in their lives and careers. But there's also so many of you out there who are young or just starting out, or maybe some in mid-career, or maybe some of you have been at it for decades. And I would like to hear some of your stories. And I think it would be a good thing for some of our listeners who aren't professional musicians to hear them as well. You know, to sort of give everyone some snapshots of what our lives are like and the struggles we face at the best of times, let alone right now. Life for most of us isn't hopping around between classic recording sessions every afternoon and then playing to full stadiums at night. In this day and age, some of us have been fortunate and blessed with success, and some of us grinded out over 40 years without ever achieving the recognition we, we may deserve. Some people are lucky, some people were in the right place at the right time, some people work their ass off. It's all over the map. Anyway, in my travels, I've met all kinds, so many, and I'd like to share some of the stories. I'd like to spend a bit of time and energy getting to know some of the artists, the musicians, and maybe studio owners or engineers or whatever that we're not going to hear about in the news. We're going to hear the horror stories of the big companies and famous restaurants and car companies and athletes and celebrities and airlines. I don't want to hear any more of that. I know there's a bunch of people listening and subscribed. I'd like to hear from some of you music people around the world. I know there's folks listening in Denmark. Sweden, Canada, Australia, and the UK, not to mention folks all over the States, this is hitting hard. What the hell's going on where you live? Tell me about it. So what I've done is set up sort of a hotline, and I want to hear from you. Call me or email me, and assuming there's some of you out there that want to do this, I will play them, uh, one or possibly more, at the beginning of each episode during this crazy lockdown. If that's something you're not interested in hearing, just hit the dang fast-forward button. You don't need to complain about it. So... Call me or email me. The number I've set up is this, 615-375-6318. 
and the email is steve at the henhousestudio.com. So that's 615-375-6318. Email steve at the henhousestudio.com. And if you're in Europe or Australia, I don't know how to do it. It's uh, you know, it's an American phone number. That's a it's a Nashville area code. Uh, there's going to be some other numbers you have to hit to get the country code and all the, an, an international call. And I guess it's not going to be free, but it's not going to cost a fortune to phone in. So that phone number will go straight to an answering machine and you can leave your message there. Please keep it to three or four minutes at the most. Tell me your name, tell me where you're from, your involvement in music or how you make your living in music. And then tell us what's going on with you. What's up in the area where you live, uh, Tell me about the kind of work you've lost and what you're doing in this giant gap in all of our schedules. Then leave your website or Instagram, Facebook, where people can find you. And let's see if we can make this serve two purposes. One is just to have a place to vent and commiserate about the rug that's been pulled out from all of us, from under all of us. And also for any uh, folks that are just music fans, this will be an insight into what we do with our lives and how much of an upheaval we're all facing in this industry right now. Who knows? Maybe people will start to understand us better. You don't need to be famous, although you can be if you want. Um, you don't need to have even done all that much. Anyone and everyone is welcome. The number again is 615-375-6318. That's in the U.S., uh, email is steve at thehenhousestudio.com. Give me a ring. If people do call, I will start to put your stories on at the top of each of the upcoming shows. And it could also be kind of an interesting time capsule, putting this out weekly, talking about all the latest stuff. If we ever forget what a nightmare this was for all of us, we can just call up the old Corona episodes and remind ourselves. So in the interest of getting the ball rolling, I'm going to start it off right now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Now, myself. If you're a regular listener, you'll know me as the host of the show and maybe not much else. But this has never been anything other than really just a glorified hobby for me. Um, I guess that's changed now as it's the only work that I have now. In any case, I'm from Vancouver, Canada, and I've lived the last seven years of my life in Nashville. And I found a way to survive in this business by doing a lot of things within it and developing skills that I need as I go. But what started the whole journey for me was the love of playing guitar. And that's something I did incessantly as an angsty teen until I started working as a musician in my early 20s and trying to figure out how to make it work for myself. So now I've been a full-time musician and producer for 25 years or so. I've made eight solo albums and a few others with bands that I've been in over the years. I tour to support those albums. I write songs. I write film music. I write instrumental music. I produce records for artists and bands. And I mix records. 
I've produced somewhere between 80 to 100 albums for other people. I stopped counting a while back, so I don't really know how many, but it's in there somewhere. I'm also a session musician playing guitars, slide guitar, Weisenborn, Dobro, and pedal steel, among other things, but those are my specialties. If you want, you can hear my albums on Spotify or Apple Music or order CDs or vinyl from stevedawson.ca. And that's me playing at the top and bottom of every show. Um, it helps to write your own theme song. Lately, I've also been mostly being a side person for others, which has taken me on the road more than I've been in the last 15 years since my daughter was born. And I tried to scale back my touring when that happened. Uh, lately, I picked it up again, and this has um, alleviated a bit of the stress of being a band leader. And it's something I've been really enjoying, being a side person. Uh, it's mostly been with two different artists, Birds of Chicago and Matt Anderson. And in the last year, I've done well over 100 shows with Birds of Chicago and another pretty good, solid chunk with Matt. I love all those people that I'm working with, and I'm really connected with their music, and it's a real joy to be on the road with all of them. Honestly, that touring live side of things that I still want to do has been more than satisfied with those two artists. Being gone over 100 days a year makes it tricky to establish yourself in any city, let alone a place like Nashville, but it seems to be working for me okay, and um, that's just where my path has led in the last few years. So between that and making records of my own and for lots of other people, I'm really busy and I feel very fortunate. So there's all that. And then I also run a record label with my wife called Black Hen Music. It's been an interesting ride. I've never really made much money doing the label side of things, but it's afforded me and a lot of other people an outlet to get their music out there. And so we keep it going. It's been going for 20 years. It's, I believe it's the second oldest independent label in Canada now, weirdly. Uh, that was never my intention, but that's just the way it's played out. So that's me and my scene. And now for the damage. To date, since this all began, I lost all my work in March and April, and May is about to fall. That's about 60 gigs for me, three significant tours, two album projects, and a bunch of one-off sessions. And right around the corner is the summer, more records, more touring, festivals, which are generally every artist's best-paying gigs. Some of those are still in play currently, but most of them are teetering on the verge of being canceled. So I'm kind of freaking out. I honestly don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know if these gigs will be made up or if they've just vaporized. For those not in the industry, a gig for me is like a solid day's work and a regular job. Sessions and album projects are worth considerably more money. Uh, that's because they require more time, equipment, and a different skill set. So I'm kind of screwed. There's no vacation pay, there's no EI, there's no safety net of any kind, aside from some dough that I've socked away over the years. The other problem I face because of where I live is that any bailouts to self-employed gig workers in America will be for U.S. citizens, and I'm not a U.S. citizen. Um, Canada tends to shut me out. I can't vote there anymore, um, and they yanked our child benefits when we moved away because we were no longer residents of Canada. Fair enough, I guess. That's the way that they have decided to treat people that don't live in the country. So um, I have a feeling that our non-resident status will exclude us from getting any help from the Canadian government either. So that's it. Just a gaping hole in my schedule that gets bigger almost every day. I obviously can't book gigs right now. I can't produce records. So that leaves me with a couple of things. Mixing, which I can do, but who the hell's mixing an album right now? Not very many people. I can do remote sessions, playing on people's albums by sending files around. Hey, need some pedal steel? Call me. Uh, I do that all the time. But that also, of course, has dried up considerably since no one is really recording that much right now. But there's a bit of it going on. 
I'm still doing some of that. Uh, of course I do podcasting and that is not a money maker, but as long as it's not a money loser, I'll keep it going. Uh, I gotta say I'm bothered by how much music and art in general has been devalued in our society in North America in particular. Um, and I actually hope that those people crying out for slashing arts funding or cutting music from schools will stop and take their heads out of their asses a bit when they realize that art and music is something that they actually value in life. seems like everyone wants art and music and film now, you know, don't they? So maybe this will help put that into focus a little bit. I don't know. Anyway, I'm at home hanging with the family, writing some songs, practicing on edge, they're saying we should start homeschooling our kid, which honestly I think is nuts. Like, what do they think? I'm magically going to become a great teacher to my teenager overnight. So I don't know what's happening there. So there's good days and bad days, same as everyone else. Paranoia gets ramped up every now and again. We just heard from the school that my daughter goes to that a kid at the school got the coronavirus. So what do I do with that information? I don't know. We're already staying home. Just sit around and wait, I guess. I actually found some toilet paper today at Walgreens that sadly qualifies as an exciting achievement for the day. I can't even believe I'm saying that, but really it does feel like a victory. It's actually a really weird feeling to have a major life-altering event happen to you, and it's literally happening to every single other person out there at the same time. It's so weird, but we're all in it. Some days I feel like playing music, some days I don't. I'm trying not to beat myself up about it. So that's where I'm at. It sucks. I'm used to working a lot and being able to afford our life and pay our bills. It's too early to say where this leaves me. I realize that's sort of a bleak picture to paint, but that's the long and short of it for now. Maybe things will crop up. I hope so. So now it's your turn. Call me, email me, tell me what's going on out there. Vent. Tell me a story. Tell me what's the latest. The number again is 615-375-6318. And the email is steve at thehenhousestudio.com. As far as the show goes, if I can pull it off and find enough people interested in talking to me, we'll just keep rocking these out every Wednesday for the foreseeable future. So that's what I'm going to do. And finally, I'd like to ask for your help, as I always do. I realize it's a terrible time to hit anyone up for cash, and believe me, I don't expect anyone to throw dough at me for doing this, especially those that have had their livelihood yanked away from them. But if you're doing okay financially and, sec and you're secure and you enjoy the show, I could use your help. And this podcast is what I can offer in exchange for a monthly Patreon payment or a one-time donation. Either one is vastly appreciated and will help keep this thing floating. Just go to stevedawson.ca. There's a podcast page, and that page has all the links and information to do one-time donations or a monthly Patreon payment, and that would be amazing. Uh, if you're not in a position to do that, there is something that you can do, and you can do right now, which is head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review of the show. So don't review this episode, but just in general, if you dig the show, go and give a bunch of good stars and some good words in a review. And it just takes a minute. It doesn't cost anything. I would really appreciate that. So thank you. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Don't leave your house. Don't go anywhere. You'll be hearing from me next week with my guest, the mighty Robin Ford, and many more to come right here at the Hen House and Music Makers and Soul Shakers over and out. Thank you for listening, everybody. The Music Makers and Soul Shakers podcast was recorded in Nashville, Tennessee at the Hen House Studio. You can visit us online at www.stevedawson.ca. 
As always, I would like to thank Jeremy Holmes in Vancouver, BC for his help with research, and we'll see you next month for another gripping episode of Music Makers and Soul Shakers. Music